This week on Not Just Another Sex Podcast. A lot of people don't really ask me about my child or ask me if I'm okay. I'm a businesswoman and then I'm a mom, so I don't get any moments off. You realize like I got a whole five-year-old, right? Even just offering to volunteer to watch my kid or like, hey, you need that goes so far. Like, you know, you gotta make sure you don't have no crazy ratchet ass friends that's gonna be right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) hey, the stripper's on the way, bitch. Why'd you tell me I could bring my kid? Hey, Sugar, you're listening to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Samaya Burton. I've been a hands-on sexual educator for over five years through my company, Sexual Essentials. So I can tell you that being an adult absolutely has its perks. But now let's talk about just how hard adulting really is. Whether you're healing trauma, building healthy relationships, or figuring out how to create your own happiness, the truth is you may feel like you don't know what you're doing, but you're here now, and that's enough. Welcome back to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. My name is Samaya and I am your host today. And thank you so much for joining us again for another episode. I say it every time and I do not care. I'm so excited because I have an amazing guest. Fangirl, half lusty, disrespectfully fine. Okay. (laughs) I'm here today with the Jessica Rose. Hi, baby. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so excited that we're um, announcing us being together. <laughs> to the, the world. <laughs> to the world. <laughs> Get it out the way. No, okay. I'm happy to be here. I'm super excited. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you. So there is so much background here. I reached out to Jessica and was like, look, you're amazing. And I would love to have you on my show like months ago. And it was just, you know, when you start out, the funds are crazy. And, you know, like she lives in Cali. So I'm in Atlanta here. And it was like, the funds weren't funding. The show was brand new. And like the universe worked so crazy because the numbers for the show went crazy on just what only a few months in. Right. And then she also contacted us and did bulk recording with us at the content house. And she was like, hey, I'm coming to Atlanta. I would love to have you on it. Like the girl who I'm calling, like, hey, can you please be on my show? <laughs> She's like, I want you on my show. Right. I don't think there's ever any better feeling than that when you reach out to somebody holding your breath because you want to work with them and they're right. like, I want to work with you. Like, Aww. so. Um, yeah, the, feel- the feeling is definitely mutual. So. So I'm super excited. Um, Jessica is on the show today because she is an unconventional mother. Um, and we will get into that and what that means and who she is and how she got to be this way. But first things first, let's get into these this, these, these segments. Okay. All right. Let's do the segments. So we're going to start off with the adult tip of the day. Um, because we do have a mom, unconventional mom on the episode, <laughs> we're going to start off with a, a, a parenting thing. So okay. the other day we were talking about like as a, and it's just a personal conversation. We were talking about like just as a mom, sometimes I realized that some of my friends and people that really do care about me, they don't really acknowledge that I'm a mother mm, at all. And right. it's not that they don't care or that they don't like it or anything. It's just if you have friends that are not parents, and I know in, for me and all of all the people that I know that are parents, mm-hmm. they are the only parent in their friend group. Right. Um, or at, at least a lot of us start off that way. Yeah. Um, it starts that way. That's it definitely feel, yeah. starts that way. And what's crazy is that a lot of people don't really ask me about my child or ask me if I'm okay. The things that they ask me to do or how, you know, last minute they invite me to things. It's like you realize like I got a whole five-year-old, right? Mm. Like, you know, and, yeah. um, but I just thought that maybe this was a good, t- and that's for like dads, moms, anybody. Mm-hmm. But I thought that another conversation just um, for the adult tip of the day could be maybe some tips for people to support their friends, things that, you know, go a long way that you don't even know, but also on the other end, ways that you can make your friends feel included 
and not always on the back burner to your child. Like they mm-hmm. are in your life and they are supportive. So how do we make both people feel seen? So uh, I'll, I'll start off. Uh, for me, one of the ways I makes my I make my friends feel included, I do put them on my schedule to call okay. them. And I, hey, I'm going to call you at this time when my child is down, not, you know mm. what I'm saying? I think that making time is sometimes doing it when you're not going to be, hey, sit down. Don't do, 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 do. If you call me randomly and I'm doing that, that's one thing. But mm-hmm. if I'm making time for you and making you feel seen or whatever, I feel like putting somebody on your, on your schedule and when your child is asleep or doing something else or when you're on the road or it's like even just texting them before. The like, road hey, is the the one. I do all my call, my catch in the car, in the car, but also you're driving I, somewhere. That's the best time to have a conversation. That's when I remember, honestly, because <laughs> you already ahead of the game by having it on the calendar. It's when I'm in the car and I'm driving. I looked at GPS. I said, I got 29 minutes. Let me call Lauren. Yeah. Let me check on Kathy. The, Kathy, that's such a grown up name. Yeah. Okay. It's not, it's <laughs> my other mom friend. But yeah, so the the intentionality behind that is like really good with the schedule thing. But I feel like I, whoo, I'm already so overstimulated. The idea of like adding stuff to my calendar. Yeah. But, you know, I think I make an effort more so with people who make an effort with me. And I think we get caught up in that. And then it's not necessarily the best thing because then you both end Back up falling forth, off. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, that's a that's a that's a really good tip. Like, I think the only thing that I could think of would be the um, the openness of my child being allowed to come if the invite mm. is at the very least. Like people that go out of their way to be like, "Hey, so we're having game night here. Gotcha. I can set up a puzzle for Nyla, but she's more than mm, welcome to that's, come." That's nice, right? Yeah. You know, you gotta make sure you don't have no crazy ratchet ass friends. That's gonna right, be, right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hey, the stripper's on the way, bitch. Why did you tell me I could bring my kid? Yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah. know. But just the effort to, like, make it seem like it's okay. Yeah. You know? I think that when I first became a mom, I did not have other mom friends. And I feel like a lot of people fell to the wayside. And a lot of it had to do with them not even having an interest in my child. And it's like, this has now become, you know, the most important thing in my world. So if I'm someone that's important in your world, like, you're going to show some type of care or concern. You know, you might not think of that it's a lot. I know a birthday party may be at Chuck E. Cheese, but it takes nothing to stop by for 30 minutes. Like, yeah. I know you don't have a kid, but if you're invited, like, my kid knowing you is, like... It's huge. Yeah, it's a they huge They may need to thing. come to you for something instead of me or, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that it's difficult when you're the first because when these when other people have children, now you have to jump in and give support that sometimes you may not have gotten. Yeah. Even if it wasn't intentional. Um, for me, I know that I'll definitely, um, when someone comes to my mind now, I try to send them a message immediately and I'll send a voice note and I'm just like, Hey, I know we haven't talked in a minute or just want to thank you like for showing Mm -hmm. up or doing this or whatever. Um, and I know for me also being intentional about my other friends that have kids. Cause I realize how often are you reaching out to them, to them or, and I know, um, even just offering to volunteer to watch my kid or like, Hey, you need, you know what I'm saying? You want me to come over and do like That's that goes one. so far. Like I'm, I'm a businesswoman and then I'm a mom. So I don't get any moments off. So, right. um, but I just want us to be like more considerate of that. And then also like for your friends that don't have any children show up for them because they probably show up and bring your kid birthday gifts and things like that. And single people, well, I'm single here, but Listen. you know, single people. And especially if you don't have children, doesn't mean you should not be celebrated. If anything, go even harder. Like 
You know what I mean? I and feel don't like invalidate this... their feelings. Like, well, you ain't got no kids. Why you can't do? Mm-mm, that's no. not okay. Like, because don't here's do the that. thing: people without kids will be so quick to end a friendship because you couldn't go to Dubai for their birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, got no friends like that. But, but you, but you can't make it out to the Cheesecake Factory when my kid turned five. <laughs> But I was supposed to make sure that flights That's a good is birthday. Booked. I was She's supposed to. I was supposed to go in with ten other bitches up for an Airbnb in Dubai. But you can't come to Chuck E. Cheese. But you can't come to the Cheesecake Factory or Chuck E. Cheese. You know. So I will say my friends are super supportive. So. You're so health. Like you're such like a healthy person. Like as far as people in <laughs> relationship. No, because I feel like I'm my so, boundaries. No, but I feel Bye. like I'm petty. You know what I'm saying? Like. Because okay, I love fair. the idea of a tip, but I'm like, bitch, I got to give you a tip. You better get to <laughs> tip the top in somewhere else like, because I'm already irritated. You know what I mean? But, well, that is our adult tip of the day. <laughs> so just bring the conversation to the forefront. And if Facts. anything else, even if these tips are not applicable to you, mm-hmm. this is just a reminder to have that conversation with your friends. Like, hey, you do have a child. What ways can I show up for you? And then also, if you have a child, telling your friends like, hey, I know I be in mom mode and I'm doing this, but how can I, like, what matters to you? How can I show up? Just have the conversation. That's the adult tip of the day because... It's really important, too. Yeah. I posted a screenshot. I was really, really overwhelmed this past week preparing to, like, come out here. And I had some personal stuff going on. And I posted all my stories because I texted my baby daddy. And I was like, can you keep her this weekend? And he just responded no with a period. And I, like, posted yeah. in my stories and was talking my shit because professionally dissing my baby daddy is my thing. So I'm putting him, <laughs> on, putting him on blast in my stories and my homegirl saw the thing and she texted me and she said, I'm offering to be your baby daddy. You can drop Nyla off on Friday for the weekend. So like little Yo. things like that. You know what I mean? But also she has three kids. So, right. They, right. But oh, she love you. Yeah, she does love me. But, you know, we we take turns taking each other's children. We take turns, you know, making sure one another knows that we don't have to be like overwhelmed by like yeah. the role of motherhood. Yeah. You know? Um absolutely so reminded me of that. All right. So be like be like her. That's actually be Kathy. like her. <laughs> be like Kathy. <laughs> Creatives, podcasters, entrepreneurs, if you're looking for an amazing place to create consistent content, then you need to check out the Something Extraordinary Content House. Located in the heart of Atlanta, it's in a great location as well as only 15 minutes from the airport. So whether you're in town or not, maybe you need to get more serious about the content that you're creating. This is a great place to create something extraordinary because it's equipped with five plus rooms with two kitchens, two living rooms, amazing energy, plus a host of vendors that are already the best in their field at creating content. So make sure that you check us out at semediagroup.co or check out some visuals and events and amazing things that we have going on over on Instagram at SE Content House. So you can start making extraordinary content as well. Thanks. Um, so we're going to move into the next segment is Twitter okay. Talk. Um, talk. Twitter Talk is to pay homage to Black Twitter. Okay. Because Black Twitter, I know that so much has changed with it. Um, and it is still around, but it's nothing like just like what it used to be and just what it stands for because almost anything to go viral, whether it's on TikTok, Instagram, whatever, it probably started from Twitter. Yeah, or it ends up on Twitter. Or it ends up on Twitter. I can't grow my Twitter following to stay my goddamn Girl, life. Girl, when I tell you, that's a whole nother type of... It's what so, you can post on Facebook, what you can post on Instagram, what you post on TikTok, what you post on Twitter, those are all different things. I just be happy when somebody be like, 
uh, hey, your video on Twitter. I'm like, yeah, girl, because I can't figure out how to get my stuff going up on my own Twitter. Well, today's Twitter talk, and this is where we talk about like the the the, the mess or the tea or just trending topics or okay. whatever. Our Twitter talk today has been supplied by you. Oh my god! And so, y'all know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what she, fuck. What did I do? What the fuck? No, this is a great topic though. Okay. So, um, the other day you posted about the the verifications on Instagram, mm. and I thought this was a great topic, and it really challenged me as well. Yeah. So, if you guys don't know, um, Instagram has it now, and a lot of the platforms are changing where you can buy your blue verification badge. Yes, you can. For me, you know, one I've had pages taken down. I've had impersonation pages. I'm yep. sure you've, you know, been there. And also I've been like been deep in this shit for for years. Right. So the, I've been trying to get verified for years and never did. When they offered to charge for it, I immediately was like, well, why I gotta pay for right. it? You know, I had I definitely had like a negative energy about it. Um, not towards him. I don't really care what anybody else do, but for me and, yeah. and me, I was like, look, I don't, you know, I, I felt like it was less than if I had to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But Jessica made this post and I just wanted to read it. A uh, fun fact about the verification process is that people have been paying PR teams to get them in news articles and features that qualify them to be verified. The game has always been pay to play. Y'all are in shambles. Ooh, shambles. Y'all are in shambles <laughs> over accessibility. I have never paid for PR, but I remember years ago being so excited about one of my first features, and it was the Source magazine. Huge in the hip-hop and entertainment world. Do you know how long it was? How long it wasn't even recognized as a credible placement, though? Why? Because racism. Black media has never been considered credible, and that's why so many people of color with huge followings, plenty of news coverage, couldn't get verified. Instead of declining, I'm sorry, I cannot read today. Instead of deciding whether or not you want to pay for it, y'all are bashing people for participating in something that finally levels the playing field for creators of color because you don't even realize you share the same beliefs that these huge white corporations do about us. That we are not to be taken seriously. So instead of acting like y'all care so much about how much money Meta made, try caring about how many people are positively impacted by this. Like me, who's grown a following of over 900,000 across all socials, has been doing this content creation thing for almost seven years, who's been on television, radio, news, talk that shit, has had multiple pages with people impersonating me and my child, and for the life of me, couldn't get them to care. So yes, I pay $14.99 a month to have a blue check. If anybody wants to know, but any if anybody wants to know, but anyone that feels like they wish they could tell who earned it, y'all can eat a dick. <laughs> It was so it was so inspirational and educational, and then she she added Jessica on there, and we loved it. Mm-hmm. So, and then you know I plugged my ebook at the end. Yeah, of that. and then she plugged the fuck out of her ebook. Oh, I ain't even. I saw one more slide. She said, "Don't keep sliding, keep sliding." But oh, and my ebook about making money on social media is still on sale at the link in my bio. If y'all were monetizing all the ways you could be, you wouldn't be so pressed about this four ninety nine twelve twelve uh twelve times a year. Okay, um, and that's real. I even bought the 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 ebook like mm-hmm. trying to get monetized even if you have a following or just using everything that you can to get everything right. you can out of it but that's so real i've been published i've been on you know i've done everything 85 south opened up for essence Issa Rae, things like that but they don't a lot of people don't consider it credible but right. i put oh i'm featured in cosmopolitan now i get a little second you know what i'm saying right. it's, it's no shade but it's about the fact that I do more things with people that look like me. Not, exactly. It's And it's like, I don't think people even understand, like I said, like with the Source magazine, how many huge 
publications like news, radio, um, even television networks that aren't recognized as being like credible placements prior to this rollout that could not get you verified. Right. The whole point of verification, no matter what anyone wants to say, is that nobody can mistake that any other page but your page is yours. Absolutely. So while I do understand people's sentiments about the oversaturation of it, because we did wake up and goddamn. It was hella people verified. Okay. It's like, like I didn't know. I get it. Like, did you need to be verified? Or did, yeah. it, it does make your mind. But then also, it's think. not nobody's goddamn business. Like, mm. I do come That's from a place one. of privilege. I have a significant following. I am going to be one of the people that you're going to go to my page and you're not going to know whether or not I'm somebody that paid for whether or not I got verified right. because I have a significant amount of followers. Even though that's never really been what it's about. Right. There's people that before this whole 2000. rollout had two thousand mm -hmm. followers and they were verified. And they are right. Yeah, they, because they yeah. have you know things that Instagram deemed as being credible sources or being credible placements and it's like I just hate like when it's like the negative side of like something that's like a polarizing topic because it gives pick me because you just want to wake up and you want to be the person that says well I ain't never paying $14.99 baby mm -hmm. you don't got no reason to then and you got deals since then since paying for yeah, things that you couldn't get access to before yeah 100% and like it's it's more so for me the reason that I paid the fourteen ninety nine is because right now I have several pages that are out there that are adding like an extra S to their name mm -hmm. that have anywhere from five to like twenty thousand followers yeah. and they're following people right after they follow me so people are thinking oh yeah. she's following me back then they send them a <laughs> message and then they click a link and buy something and there's a yeah. part of me that honestly wants to say babe think, if you think, give somebody a hundred dollars through a link because you thought it was me. That's your own goddamn fault. It's 2023 and you should have had that shit figured out. But then there's the business side of me that's like, damn, that know. no, that $100 could have been mine. Oh, <laughs> I could have sold you some real shit and you could have been over here with me. So it's like, hell yeah, I'm going to pay $14.99 to make sure that this platform Got is you. regulating those pages and getting rid of them. I was being ignored. There was one day where I had over 2,000 people send a report on a fake page. Like my audience mm. went out and was like, this is not her. This is weird. Take it down. Instagram told every single one of them. I've had one of those. Yeah. Me. One of your fake pages definitely fine. I'm like. Yeah. yeah. And Instagram Blah. literally said, hey, you know, they're not violating any community guidelines by pretending to be you down to your story highlights. Even with your child, which is really With my child. Part. And that irritates me. Yeah. And that's like my own thing because like, you know, there's things I'm going to have to deal with because there's something that comes with the playing field of like, I put my, I put my kid on the internet. Yeah. Like, but you know, everything isn't just fair game because of how I make a living. You know, you say I mean? I'm supposed to be able to report it for impersonation, but yet yeah. you say it's not impersonation when you see it's impersonation. So you're literally ignoring me. Because so. don't let me use a damn mm, a WFG a song. song. Mm, a song. You're going to be mine. on it. You're going to be on it real quick. Snatch it down. Absolutely. There's been times I've recorded an Instagram story with a movie playing in the back and they're going to snatch the sound off the damn uh, story though, no because problem. they're like, you using Sony Music's mm, That's song. the one I got the other day. But, Listen. But anyways. That was the Twitter talk for today because I really want to get into these topics. I'm so excited, especially because you didn't dropped a gem about not even a gem, the gym for her brand, making money off her baby daddy. And I'm like, I know somebody like, wait, what she do? Right. Uh, she, she dropped a little, a little tidbit there. Um, so, you know, in this brand, and I just want to clarify because people get so confused mm -hmm. when they see clips. Right. And they think that that's how the sentence came out. You right. guys, this is a friendly reminder. When you see reels... They have been edited, which means we didn't change the words. We cut it yeah. to create entertainment to show you a one-minute snapshot of a one-hour episode. Yep. So listen to the episode. With that being said, 
Jessica is an unconventional mother because her brand was started based and monetized off baby daddy tears, literally. (laughs) And I want you to explain what that means. And you don't have to go crazy into it because we have other things to talk about, but like let them know like what you start and we'll get into the pot, you know, all that stuff too. Yeah. So I'm a single mom. And when I started my brand and my business, Shirley had a baby, I really wanted to initially just write. And then when I saw that video content, just like got a significant amount more of attention. um, I really leaned into it. And I did so with parody raps. And the parody raps were about the struggles of being a single mom. And while my child was significantly annoying, my baby daddy was even more fucking annoying than that. (laughs) And so um, a lot of the things that I would like rap about in my punchlines had to do with you know uh poking fun at him like one of my biggest songs i say my baby daddy chill but i'm gonna keep it real we didn't wake work out because he don't pay bills you know so like little jabs and stuff there here and there and as like my grant brand and my business has grown over the past couple of years um the concept of a baby daddy like the baby daddy that I talk about is like everybody's baby daddy now. Um, there's a dramatization to things that happen on the internet, right, you know, right. whether people realize it or not. Um, there's definitely a true source of inspiration out there. Yeah. My baby daddy is out there getting on every single one of my nerves on a daily basis. But yeah, I sell cups that say baby daddy tears. Um, I basically create content that is uh, a, a humorous way of being able to like laugh at like the real life ways that motherhood be having us fucked up, honestly, yeah. you know, um, the way our baby daddies put all of the responsibility uh, on us. You know what I mean? Um, the way that our baby daddies still try to hit even though they haven't paid child support <gasps> yet, you know. So telling all these different jokes here and there and creating a community of women um, that come to like laugh at it because we're having like this collective experience you know, whether you're a wife or, a, you know, ex-wife or a single mom or a single mom by choice, whatever your circumstance is, we all have like these really unique experiences with being annoyed by the responsibility that mm. comes with like being somebody's mom. Yeah. And, but you can't talk about it because it's yeah, like my child is a gift and and all these things. And like even, even and you know what? And I, I applaud your honesty because I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I I have my own struggles because of my my background with my parents and the emotional, the physical, like abuse and things like that. Right. So it's like I know how I felt, right? I also am aware that my child also got to deal with the fact that they're, her his mom would teach a dick sucking class and all this other stuff. So it's like, right. you got to pick how much trauma you're going to give. And it's like, we're even all breaking just, our own curses that we can. Right. And, and you know, my purpose is different from yours. But even then, I watch it. Like, even when, like, Trey does something annoying, like, I watch my verbiage because I'm like, how is it being interpreted? What am I, you know what I'm saying? Like, my parents used to say words that I've been in therapy to undo. You know what mm. I'm saying? And not saying that that's necessarily your case, but yeah. I... I get the humor of it and it feels good to also have somebody that can make jokes about something that I may not feel comfortable with saying, but I'm right. like, I, it's like, com- it's literally comedy. Yeah. And so I just, I wanted to have you on just because so many people, I watch how people misinterpret the content and I'm like, you guys are taking what she's saying literally. You know, and it's sometimes a, it's literally listen, a stand up. Your, your shit you. is stand up. Like, I, I don't even know why you don't do stand up at this point. I know. I want to, I, I need to get into, the, into improv classes to it's, try it out. When you come but back to also, Atlanta. people like misinterpreting stuff, like, Listen, y'all, when y'all are misinterpreting stuff and getting upset about it, just know that, like, my marketing strategy is working. It's getting you. T- once you talk about it, at the end of the day, you're going to talk like, about I'm sorry. Like, I intentionally do stuff. I did a video the other day just taking off my makeup, and I started off the video by saying- Telling people you 
dirty. I was like, I said, everybody that wears makeup is dirty as fuck. Y'all were pissed and the video did great. <laughs> Yo, but it was so real because the whole video is 90 seconds of her using 40 wipes. And when I tell you I was screaming because I said, bro, this is not real life. You know if you got it's like, a full face of makeup on one, you about to keep that shit on all day because you know you about to have to yeah. wipe. Like the other day I had to like literally wipe off my skin yeah. to get all that makeup off. And people's reaction was to be like, uh, if you don't know how to take off makeup, just say that. Just Ain't say nobody it. dirty because da, 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 da. So it's a combination of that and then a combination of, you know, people realizing it's a joke or thinking that it's yeah. funny. Or also some pretty helpful tips for how to get the makeup no, off no, no, a little bit really, more easily. He was like, no, this really did yeah. help me. So, you know, I, I definitely can understand like why people get riled up about stuff like that. And um, especially when it comes to like the things that are being said, right? I also grew up in a very um, toxic parent, uh, mother-daughter specifically, you know, relationship dynamic. And there's only certain things that I can um, can change, right? So I consider myself a gentle parent, even though I am someone that tells Nyla to shut the hell up, right? <laughs> that, I see that's as far as you go, but that, that'd that's be a, your line, that'd right? That'd be there. my line. That's my first thing. I'd be like, Nyla, <laughs> shut the hell up. Like, that is like our going to thing. But it's also my tone and the way that I say it. Like, it's something that Nyla laughs at. So you it's can like, hear the I know. In your tone. Yeah, it doesn't so, feel you know, and, you and even in the event that like I do like snap or lose it or go a little bit higher, which would not be for a video, but like in real life, me being frustrated. The biggest thing with my parenting is that I acknowledge, um, you know, when I do something wrong, I acknowledge it quickly and I apologize I to my child. You yeah. know, I let her know, you know, hey, and not with the way that's making excuses. Like if I'm like, hey, like stop. Or if I'm too much with it, it's not you were doing this. It's hey, you don't deserve to be talked to like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm overwhelmed. And that's why I did that. Can we try to do this this way? It's all about the way that you phrase things. You Absolutely. know what I mean? In real and life. What y'all see online is yeah. the funniness. It's making, it's a job. But. People were in shambles when, you know, I got on the internet and whenever I get on the internet and I talk about, <laughs> you know, the fact that I consider myself someone that regrets motherhood. I don't regret my daughter, but if I would have known what I know now about, honestly, this role of like being completely selfless and responsible. Like I have my kids sitting outside right now on an mm -hmm. iPad um, mm -hmm. outside of this room because I'm constantly tapped into motherhood. It's just yeah. the role that I've been given, but people lose their mind when I say, had I known what I know now, I wouldn't have had kids. It's why I'm not going to have any more kids. Yeah. People go crazy. But instead of realizing, wow, I grew up with a mother that felt the exact same way, but had no anyway. language mm. to verbalize it. So instead, use actions and passive aggressive things and was completely tapped out of her role altogether. Instead of acknowledging, hey, I'm having these feelings. Let me actively work on them and make sure I'm taking an adequate amount of space and time for myself when and if I can to be a present mom. Right. But instead, people just want to say, how dare you say that? It's like, thank God I have the language to say that. Right. You know what I mean? Thank God I have a voice that you know and a reach where there's hundreds of thousands of women that feel the same that either are like hey now I don't feel so bad about deciding not to have kids because I've thought maybe I would feel like this but everyone tells me that it's my sole purpose as a person with the fucking vagina to have a kid or on the other hand okay. there's moms that have kids that feel like this and feel like shit every day for feeling like that instead of just accepting that it's okay to feel like that you and can you can still it. yeah and then you can still be a good mom actively oh, yes. working on it hey you guys it's your host Samaya if you're enjoying the topics over here 
Honestly, I think you'd love the topics over on my learning platform. I have some private interviews over there with some amazing guests. I've interviewed Mr. Marcus. Yes, that's the porn star. Passion Jones, who brought on her husband and her boyfriend. And even had some girls night conversations with Medina from Cocktails, as well as Mila from Good Moms, Bad Choices. That conversation was amazing. We did some examples of our dirty talk. And let's just say you need to check it out. Don't just take my word for it. Make sure that you click the link below and sign up today. There are over 250 workshops classes, interviews, and so much more. All right, now back to the show. I, so, you know, that was the statement that we was getting to. Yeah. And, and, which was a lot of people, you know, going crazy because you're like, I regret motherhood. That doesn't mean that I regret my child. Right. But the experience was not what you, you know, what you wanted it to be. And I know my experience is a little different because I was married when I had my child. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I was never a kid person, period. I did not want kids. I... I love the idea of family and love and doing it together, but I never wanted to do it on my own, especially with the background that I have. I just felt like I would be just doing my child a disservice. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. And so for me, it was, I did, I don't, I don't say I regretted parenthood. Mm -hmm. I will say that I understand completely. right? Right. And the part, some of the parts that I regret are having a child with someone who didn't see me, mm. whether we were married or not. And that's that's not like any shade to him or to myself. I was 22 when we got married. He thought what he thought. Like, I don't think he intentionally married me to fuck it up, like for us to fuck yeah. it up or that we didn't know. Like, none of that shit. But in the moment of me telling him that I was pregnant and I could see that he was not happy about it, like almost like it was in that moment that I I, I knew if I hadn't said I was pregnant, we would have, our marriage probably would have ended sooner. Mm. But because of him trying to be the type of dad that he wanted to be and that type of man that takes care of, like, you know, your family doesn't leave their responsibilities, he was there and almost pretty much into, almost until I was out of postpartum. Okay. Um, really, you know, close. Um, but it was very difficult to watch everyone care about the baby more than me. Mm. It was difficult watching him not be engaged like or talk to my stomach or things like that and then after the baby is born it's it's not a him loving the child in a way and not talking about like it was different the way you love your wife and you love your child but I mean you actually like this child Mm -hmm. and you don't like me you know what I mean and not like you think I'm a like a shitty ass person but ultimately you don't care for how I do things and you know I'm saying we're not we're not compatible. You want to you know what's crazy is I made a video about this before and I, of course, <laughs> was destroyed for it as well. But one of the things <laughs> that I always tell Nyla, um, Nyla asked me, mommy, why aren't you and daddy together? And I say, daddy loves you the way he couldn't love me. That's why we're not together. That's a great, you know what I that's mean? a great response. And it's like, I don't have a resentment for him anymore because of that but I did I remember those feelings of being like oh my god wow like mm. that's you how can't, you can't that's how you love and you don't have that for you me. don't have the. I feel like having a child made it more visible and made it mm. more clear but I, I also see why people think still having more kids makes it better and things like that but also I will I will say that I commend and I, I always say this I commend him for leaving he did something that I couldn't do I couldn't mm. give up on it because it's like I don't I don't want that for my kid. I believe in forever, but also his boundaries for himself and just like, I can't, 
I can't do, I'm not happy here. Yeah. Made a space for more respect. I will say though that one of the difficulties with parenthood for me is the fact that we parent differently. And I watch how other people benefit off like me being a hippie, polyamorous, free woman. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I think your wife, your new wife is amazing. Like, I, yeah. I love that for you. How can I, like, let me get you a gift. You know, like, what what can I do type person versus like me, I'm more hippie. It's like, you know, I sometimes I feel judgment the way that I work. Like, I don't come from anything. You know what I'm saying? I come from a crazy family karma. I come from molestation and, and drinking and alcoholism and just things could be better. And so my my gift to my child is this life that I'm trying to create of him something different and to leave right. him with something amazing. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like before I started this business, I was like, hey, we should buy Trey some real estate. And he was against it. He was like, we we don't have a house yet though. Like, and things like that. And, but you know me, I have a business degree. That is my thing. And afterwards, like when, cause I wanted to do sexual essentials and I'm like, okay, you're talking about suck a dick on the internet. Make sure your kid is good first. And right. once we got divorced though, he came back later and was like, you know, thank you for making, you know, having us do that. Like mm. you were right. Like that felt good. Um, but then now I've bought, you know, this well over a half million dollar house. Okay. And you know what I'm saying? It was some really awkward moments in that. Like one of the credit cards that I ran up like for decor was at $22,000. And he messaged me because, you know, so at one point we was on the same, you know, credit. Yeah. So there was a mishap and he was still for some reason on the credit card. Now, yeah. the, I haven't had, I've been living debt free for three years. So right. that wasn't a bother before. But now it's like, hey, this popped up. And it's like, it sucks because now I have to explain why I have a $22,000 Debt, and it's like, well, I started this business. This is a part of the right. process. I have to get the fun. You know what I'm saying? Having like exposing myself to that type of vulnerability, I regret having to share my child. That's mm. what I regret. I regret that I had this child that came out not breathing, not crying for three days, and then because we couldn't figure out our shit, I only have half of my child. Mm. I've missed out on half of his life. Half of that time is not, mm, baby. It's okay. It's still your time. And I get it. And I know that his life is better for that. Yeah. Because he gets two happy parents. And that he deserves more than anything. And that wasn't intentional and things like that. But the like, I've heard some of your interviews where you talk about you regret the anxiety that you have about your yeah. child. Now. Like, are you okay? Like, are you breathing? Like, do you know how many times I go into my kid knows? Like, not, but I mean, speaking about <laughs> sexual trauma and stuff, that's a big thing for me too. It's like, yeah. what's the guy? What's the what's the threshold of how many times I've asked if you know? Hey, this is a real show. Can we really your, get some <laughs> tissue? Yeah, I ain't gotta oh, cut baby. this out. <laughs> but I'm my so face so is slayed. Like, no, we got we got we got I mean, it together. You're very listen. You're very pretty, crier. <laughs> you know, okay. Hey, listen. You got to get them at their vulnerable moments, y'all. That's how you really. <laughs> <laughs> you are so inappropriate. You are so inappropriate. Oh, I love my job. Oh my goodness. But no, um, you know, I have like this story about the first time that Nyla went to kindergarten and I mm. went to go pick her up from kindergarten and I'm standing in the line with all the parents and the doors open. And Nyla comes out and I'm like, baby, how was school? And she was like, it was good. Nobody touched my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God. I, I didn't like, even consider that. I'm like, how much do I ask you if somebody's <laughs> touched your fucking vagina? You know, and it's that kind of anxiety because I'm so afraid that something bad is going to happen to my child. And um, 
yeah, that's that's the the anxiousness, that's the anxiety, that's the constant worry. And, you know, speaking of unconventional motherhood, I'm like, oh, my God, I love how much you love your son and how much you, you know, uh, hate the the 50 50 or the sharing. Because in my head, I'm sitting here. I'm like, bitch, I wish this nigga would uh, take now, look, this look, girl for 50. Let's talk 50% about this. <laughs> you know what? But you know what? It's, it's always a double edged sword, which yeah. is why I tell people listen to the entire episode, because yeah. you, you might catch me and it's like, damn, that's kind of scandalous or whatever. No, but you don't I, know. And it's a spectrum of things. And it's it's a, with, with my ex-husband, one thing that we say is I may have picked the wrong partner, but I didn't pick the wrong person. Mm. And so for that, I, I tell people all the time, I'm not a single mother. I'm a mother that's single. Mm. And and so I can't relate to the the things that you go through or like somebody not paying the bills. Like he's always shown up. He's always, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and what I do love is that when it comes to our child, whatever we don't agree on, we keep it cool and calm because we are both like, we are going to make this up to you. Yeah. We, we did something that we didn't know wasn't, like that wasn't intentional, but... It sounds like there's still a certain le- level of trust there that exists. I trust. Do you know him what I mean? There has parent. to be absolutely. And I think that that's what sucks is I think that with her father, he um, he is present. Um, but I also feel like you don't get credit for doing what you're supposed to, and what you what he is supposed to do is pretty much the ba- the bare minimum. But I also don't trust his judgment. Mm. Um, like he would always say in the relationship. You know, you don't let me be a man. And it's because I feel like he's not. Yeah. And also you're talking about a daughter. So it's like, yeah. if I can't trust your judgment with our child, tri- our We've tried safety. things where he's had her more and like little stuff has come up where it's like, I'm sure on his family side, they're like, oh, she's tripping. But no, my daughter came home once and said she saw your gun. She's never fucking sleeping over again. Like, and little Accidents things. Accidents happen and things ha- Like, you can't. I, you can't. I just, I, you know, it's it's too much stuff back to back you you know um i mean like another thing that happened was you left her home alone with all her boy cousins from ages 16 and down once you know we and know then how, that goes, how it can and go. how it can go and thankfully you know nothing happened and it's not to say i feel any type of way about we don't, we his don't sister's kids or we don't anything, do that though but it's just like the same fears and anxieties um that i feel like keep her protected when she's with me You know what I mean? Those inhibitions that are in place for a reason don't exist for him. And because of that, I feel like I am the primary caretaker and the one responsible for stuff. You know what I mean? He don't know who her doctor is. He don't know what school she goes to. (laughs) You know what I mean? Little things that, granted, if he was consistently making an effort, I would have no choice but to, like, allow him to, like, be a part of that. Um, But right now you got your little weekend shift. And then when I try to up it and I ask for things and I'm at my breaking point and I'm realizing, oh, I can't do this. Can you help me? No. Yeah. So... I, when I when I tell you, I, I always make it very clear my marriage didn't work. But this parenthood thing, like I'm I'm very grateful for the, yeah. the journey that I have. Um, he shows up for every, like we show up to both doctor's appointments. We both show up to this. We yeah, show up to that's that. That's beautiful. There, but there is a level of guilt that I'm. Our differences mm-hmm. outside of the liking each other part. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the huge differences is that he wanted, and I'm not going to call it a simple life, but to to live. You're a human being. You should be able to just be. And I respect that. But I know that's not my purpose. My purpose is to build things. And right. that means that I am a working mom. And so even having the sexual essentials page taken away, 
I, my goal was to my child not see me work after he turned five. And I had mm. did that goal last year. And then my Instagram got taken away and I had to rebuild. And so now my child sees me working again and his memory is there. Before, when I was building sexual essentials, I was breastfeeding and stuff like that. So he didn't remember those things. And I was right. like, I was grinding so hard because I was like, by the time he can remember, he can talk and all that stuff. He won't, he will see mom with freedom. Right. Now I'm back at work all the time. Like he came up here last weekend to work with me and the guilt, like, you know what I'm saying? And so we parent differently in that aspect, but I want to leave him yeah. with, so he has the choice to just be. Like my my ex-husband, his parents left him with the choice to just be. They set him up, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and I think they did a great job. And I want to do something like that for my child, at least for my part. I want you to, I want to leave you something and not right. a, a dick sucking business because that may not be what you want to do. I want to leave him with something. So... <laughs> There, that was that. Um, but I will say the anxiety that I already have anxiety, but mm -hmm. anxieties, molestation, things like that. I think that because I have a son, people don't look at it the same. So like and even, they should. even the conversations around like my parents, like I don't, I don't deal with my parents because I don't miss them or that I don't love them, but generational patterns need to be broken. And it's not about just not touching the girls. It's about, you know, some someone said to me, and I can't remember who said it, whether it was a parent or whether it was him. He was like, "But Trey's a boy." Mm. I said, "Well, until they hit puberty, their bodies look the exact, almost the exact same." Mm -hmm. But secondly, you don't want to raise misogyny either. Hello, because this like, is a person that can now do something to something. What's okay and what mm -hmm. we're allowed to say. So yes, he may not be a girl, but I'm not saying no. He can't be around them. Because he may get touched, but also you're learning from a man who has validated these things that matters as well. And right. so I want my son to be treated like a kid. I want him to be, you know what I'm saying? Just as particular as you would be. Would you be okay with every situation? I said, would you be okay if this was a daughter? Right. You know what I'm saying? And like there, there have been things that have been difficult, but it's, 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 it's hard. Like one time he had him spent, she had him spend a night somewhere and I didn't know where he was. That's what, and that you know was what I'm my... saying? And I was like, Hey, you didn't tell me about that. And it's like, but also you're so much more mature than me, but you know, and that's the thing the way my revoke access card. Uh, oh no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I, what I will say is this. Uh, and I, and I, 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 the way I had the conversation, I thank God for growth because in my marriage, I didn't have this type of growth to save my marriage and it, it created resentment. And I was yeah. absolutely wrong for so many things and the way I handle things in my marriage, which is a guilt. Right. That I have with my child. I, I regret that I wasn't as mature as I needed to be to save that marriage and keep you with a two-parent household, right? Right. But also growth, which was, you know, hey, why did you do that? If 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 you found out that you're, if I had your son at a, a random person, you know what I'm saying, house, what would you do? Like, just for instance, and he was like, you know, we've seen so many people that parent and they get into it and they take and they do all that. And I didn't want that. And I said, have I done anything to make right. you think that I would do that with our child? And I like the fact that he apologizes, whether we see the eye to eye, he's like, you know what, you're right. And we can move on. And so it's been difficult even sharing some of those things. Cause I don't want people to have a negative. I'm not trying to, I'm not doing a baby daddy tears. That's not my brand. You got me ready. It's the, I'm it's the text my baby daddy and apologize. <laughs> And, but also our situations are different. And I think they that, are. I think that they mothers are. need to also, I, I, I do get annoyed when people be like, I'm a single mom. Cause da, da, da. I'm sorry. Are you a single mom? Are you a mom that's single? Don't do that. Yeah. Also don't do that. You right. know what I'm saying? I tell people, I, I correct people all the time. I'm not a single mother. Well, let's also stop. <laughs> like, you know, even with the, the term single mom, like there was a time where I was like really on it. And I was like, I'm an independent mother because my relationship with my child has nothing to do with my relationship status. Like mm -hmm. as far as like, 
yeah. a sexual thing, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, it sounds like it's a healthy dynamic, um, a growing dynamic. And you guys realize that it doesn't work for y'all, but you know, it works for, for your son, which is a beautiful thing to see. And you know, baby daddy is involved. Like, you know, there have been times that we're getting along more. You know, he's helped me pack up baby daddy tears cups before. He's told me that he's proud of me for what I'm doing. We definitely have blocked each other so many times. You gave him some pussy after I broke up? Yeah. <laughs> so I will say that we didn't do that. When we split up, that was it. Boy, was we- I think I'm like... <laughs> you gave him some I'm time. like, Nyla's about to be nine. So I'm like three years free. Okay. And, but I've been talking shit for about seven. And you were still giving up a little pussy on the side? You were still giving a little pussy on the side? I'm like... The dick must be slapping. (laughs) Next. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay, so what does dating look like? And I have a couple... I have two questions. Yeah. One... Do what first? Um, are what what you be into? Like you be you be you a carpet muncher? You so be second date? I mean, what you be doing? Are we allowed to say that? Is that even appropriate? Carpet muncher? Like a? Is I that eat like pussy a, and I don't. I'm not offended. Is that a slur? I don't know. It's not a. Slur. I'm not offended. Whatever. I eat coochie and I, all right. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I, I I my sexual identity I identify as being a queer person. Okay. Um, I'm not not attracted to men. I just haven't been in like a season of men. I've been slept with a man in about three years. I've primarily slept with women or um, you know, just anything that's hey, not a cisgendered what? man. Okay. And um, but um, yeah, like I am just like open. It's actually a complicated thing. I do feel like. As a person that's been dating women specifically for the past couple of years, I have a little bit of a fear about like if I do run across a man that I'm attracted to that like somehow my identity as a queer person would be invalidated if I like ended up with a man in the long term, especially with like having a child, you know, and trying to date women. um, It's like an automatic like showing that I'm not like a gold star. And they're like, did you do IVF? And it's like, no. (laughs) How did you have this child? (laughs) Wait till you see my Instagram. (laughs) I make a living making fun of my baby that, daddy. That was my second question. Yeah. Does talking about him, do you think that that makes people insecure or feel like or miss? Well, and I know that those people also, aren't I for wanna, you, you know, if they use, don't get you. I want I want to be be clear too. Like I don't ju- like my brand is not just talking about my baby daddy. Right, you know, my brand is talking about motherhood, and there's just like some key funny stuff that happens to do really well when it's about my baby daddy. It's not like all that I do. Right. Um, but I, I don't think that that bothers people. I think what bothers people the most is that I'm very much somebody that I could be sprung and you still not ever going to get posted. So that's really a thing. I think just being on social media and that being my job at all makes like the dynamics of like, it's not just dating, like complicated, especially getting to know each other. Um, I'm in LA and I'm also fat. So I just feel like... (laughs) You know, I'm not, you know, your prime like pick out there, for you know. Some, first for some of all, people they don't like they don't like because if you're at all. bigger than the, like yeah. I went out there and they don't yeah. look I'd my be way. really having to like, sit with myself when I be seeing, you know, the people that are interested. I'm like, what the hell, man? This you know what options? I mean? These are my options, These so my let options? me stick stick beside myself. But, you know, um I have to be careful because if I want to make sure that people's intentions are genuine. So if anything, I don't think social media and what I do leads people away as much as it may um, get people more uh, interested in being around for not the right reasons. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, ultimately I'm, (laughs) I'm, 
interested in women right now. I feel that. I mean, I'm off the market anyway because we go together now. I know, but you know, I'm poly, so you got to get with it. Okay. So She's like, mm-hmm. thanks for <laughs> You saw that energy. Cut the camera. <laughs> Are we broken? Cut the camera. This is our first fight. It's our first fight. Let's be mature. Listen, I'll be revoking accent. <laughs> you ain't never going to see Nyla again. <laughs> She'll be back. Yeah, I'll be back. Um, and honestly, and I just want to take a moment to give you your flowers because it, I want to be very clear. First of all, I don't bring people on here to just do one thing. I bring people on here that are like, they're everything. And and Jessica is a businesswoman. She's opening the door and having these conversations. I'm talking about with money figures like in her ebook saying like this how much you can ask for this how you can change this and like literally the breakdown um she's being honest about motherhood there are plenty of people talking about the the flowers and beautifulness of all that other shit but also that acknowledging what you feel even if it's something that you don't want to feel releases so much and the way that she does that and just can make humor out of it and this girl is a comedian bro like somebody sign her like I, I love her and I just I feel so grateful that you just even brought your energy to my ah, space. Thank you. Um, and I'm just I'm just so proud of you. Thank um, you. And so please don't don't change a thing. Like you a bad bitch, and I'm I I'm fucking with that. You. I I love I love a good bad bitch. Y'all know this. Hey, you guys. It's your host Samaya. And for those of you who didn't know, I'm also the CEO and founder of Sexual Essentials. One of my favorite parts about building that brand was creating a learning platform that has over 250 workshops, interviews, and so much more. Some of my favorite components are the sex position demos. Yes, you heard that right. Demos. They're featuring some people that you may already know. Good Moms, Bad Choices has demonstrated some positions for us, as well as Dara. You remember her from our first episode. Those are some of my faves, as well as the Lingam and Yoni massages. These are great additions to add to your oral loving for your partner. Yes, I said oral loving. I'm trying to keep it clean, guys. Anyways, they are great additions and a great way to spice things up. Outside of our masterclasses, add one of these on to your normal routine and really wow your partner. Click the link below or in any of the links in our bio and sign up for our courses today. All right, now back to the show. So with all that being said, let's go ahead and start wrapping up this thing. This okay. is amazing. I can't believe you got me crying on my own goddamn show. Listen. That's crazy. You, you know, know, you I pulled that, that up out of me. You know, that's good for us that I, I can be vulnerable around you. That's good. Oh, you safe here. Did <laughs> <laughs> she brought, She said, you know why they being vulnerable. This is the best time. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, let's get into the advice. Um, the advice is slowly going into the sex tip of the day. So <sighs> slowly but surely. Um, so because this is not just another sex podcast, y'all know where I started with sexual essentials. Today's sex tip of the day mm-hmm. is disinfecting them fingers before okay. you put them in people because you know we do the things. But right. I felt like the this is a great all around inclusive topic. So right. let's talk about it. First of all. You know, we had the clickety clacks, bad bitches back. But I don't put my fingers in nobody's mouth. Okay, if man. I know that I'm getting, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to do some of that. Mm. I'm going to bleach these fingers. Like, I'm going to get under there with the breath. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm bleach. like really going to disinfect my fingers. When you saw like, bleach, well. I just saw a bottle of Clorox and you just going like this. <laughs> like <you>. acetone? <laughs> and I know that that's not necessarily like something you want in somebody's coochie, mm-hmm. but it's a process. I'm just saying I take the brush and I, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I get really good under my nails. Um, also, I use like, I have a Femme wash, um, a Yoni wash. It's on our website. But I use that with my hands as well. Uh, fellas, like when y'all wash your hands, first of all, make sure that you cut your nails. Please don't keep your And please stop going like this. D- 
that's a just whole use this. nother oh, fuck, that's a whole nother class it's only niggas it, <laughs> women don't do that no so i'm gonna talk my sex tip of the day is to please clean your fingers because you don't especially mm. like if y'all smoke it ain't no knock to that like i understand but please do not put your you know drug rolling finger in in my coochie you know what i'm saying and i watch and ladies make sure that you watch these things do not worry about feeling uncomfortable like oh well, this is awkward it is your coochie you should yeah. be able to be like hey can you go do this to your fingers or like hey did you you know scrub under your nails it doesn't mean that somebody even nasty or dirty i'm just saying that you know i i mean when you wash your hands you're supposed to be getting under there but anyways the sex tip of the day yep is to disinfect them fingers before you put it in somebody I love that. Vagina. All right. Uh, so, yeah. And that goes for for the ladies, for the fellas, for the whatever. It's been How? a while. Just so you know, I usually get. Just so I know. Just so you know. Uh, <laughs> you I usually don't have. Mm. And if I have a full set, I usually get the ones the, that I don't the, need. You know, just which, a regular which, which, which gel. Because, you know, some it people depends like on this. I, I, this or this. These two. The, Either I, these or these. I will say, I think that putting them in. Y'all make sure y'all watching my videos on YouTube. They they, they, they come with something. Make this easier. Yeah, I think it's sexier when you do the the these two fingers and a little shorter look. First of all, I ain't gonna lie to you. Depending on where I go, I do some crazy shit like that. Like go Mm -hmm. ahead and get these two lower. But I haven't been. I've been on a little drought. Same. You know, if things got to change, I fly out tomorrow. So damn, she put that out there. (laughs) Pressure. Can we get? Can I get a meal? You was not about to swing me about my drawers. She like, dang, Bitch, I, I booked the content house yesterday. <laughs> you ate. <laughs> <laughs> now let's eat. <laughs> okay. No, for real, they're going to kick us off the internet. I um, love you. I, I already you had so you on there. I'm well on my way. Um, look here, I'm Listen. so excited. All right. And then our last tip of the day. Oh, make sure you guys log on to Patreon, y'all. It's 250 plus classes, workshops, all that stuff. So if you're trying to actually learn how to properly finger somebody or like give a yoni massage, like those are different ways massage. to enhance. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's, that's, pulling, up on the that's pulling that nut up out of you. Like it's amazing. Like, and you could do it to yourself. You could do it to somebody. Like it, have you ever felt like somebody pulled the nut up out of you? No. Hmm. I've hey. only had someone leave it there. And then I had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's one we, one we did not talk about. Let's talk about all the people that have children that never had an orgasm. That's really how mm, I made the bulk yeah. of my money. Mm. My masturbation and squirting class, the foreplay and vaginal orgasm class. Yeah. The, the foreplay and vaginal orgasm class is on Patreon. And okay. I made that class because I was like, a lot of y'all have children and have never had an orgasm. And y'all, y'all so immune that you mm. don't even realize how crazy that is. Could you imagine a man like not even like being like oh i don't want to finish and then she get pregnant yeah that's crazy that's wild so anyways make sure y'all sign up for the patreon the link is below um and even though they was hating and took away our sexual centrist instagram page everybody has been added back to the not just another sex podcast page that's where we close friends in it. i'm gonna have to add you yeah I, oh yeah i ain't I mean. flashing no titties or nothing on there y'all so please Damn. stop <laughs> that's, Damn. that's for text you got our message oh yeah invisible okay <laughs> <laughs> all right so our spiritual tip of the day that should be the parent tip if you're gonna send something first of all invisible send it with invisible thing, all right um <laughs> so the spiritual tip of the day is another reading one i'm just gonna read straight through it because this hit so real for me mm-hmm. no one ever t- oh sorry the spiritual tip of the day right is where we talk about i look i'm a hippie bitch i'm a witchy bitch i'm a 
the universe and all that stuff. And I believe in God. I believe in higher powers, different things. But you got to be crazy if you don't think that this world got something else going on that you ain't got no control over. Right. Um, and so the spiritual tip of the day is to educate just a little bit at a time or either put you in a space of thinking about things in a different angle that's more spiritual than just religious. And your spirituality can be a religion. A religion is just something that you do that's a pattern habitually to, you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. um, that can range from like, you know, tarot cards to crystals to astrology or whatever. And sometimes it's just like a spiritual message. Today is a spiritual message. Um, this was her Twitter is at woman of the womb. Um, I don't know her personally, but I love this message. No one ever talks about the amount of work you have to do to regulate your nervous system when you are manifesting and reaching new levels in your life that you've never been before. At its core, I think self-sabotage is really an inability to regulate our nervous system when we're presented with new opportunities that we know will drastically change our reality. Even if it's a change that we've been asking for, we shy away from it because this newness puts our body into fight or flight mode. Your body is already familiar with the things, with the way things are and the unfamiliarity of this new space you're in or that you're being presented with can be scary. It's not that you're trying to self-sabotage. It's a response from the body's nervous system trying to protect itself. This is why your spiritual practice is important, because these are the tools you will consistently have to come back to as you navigate through life's inevitable shifts and changes. You need a practice that can help ground you and bring you back to center. Yes. So um, there were a couple of the slides of people like responding. Um, Someone said this conversation is so necessary. And she replied, yes, especially because it also makes it difficult to actually be present in the moment and enjoy this new reality. If the nervous system is in survival mode, it needs to be properly, properly regulated to even accept that this is a new reality. Um, And then she gives some suggestions about yoga, meditation, journaling, exercise, more time in the light, proper nutrition, rest and learning to breathe properly. And we've talked about all of these so far on the spiritual tip of day, if not more. Um, And I know that they seem boring and they may seem difficult to get in a habit of because it's a thing where you have to put the effort out there first and then the rewards come later. And you're like, oh, dang, that's been helping me. You didn't realize versus like when you eat a donut, it feels gratifying right there instantly versus yoga. It's like, why am I doing this? But then when you're not a hunchback in 40 years, you're like, I'm so glad I did that yoga. Mm -hmm. And so um, sometimes the... The grounding things are just things that bring you back to not worrying about the situation or what's going on, like ground you just like to say, okay, all these things are happening, but I need to be here right now. Mm-hmm. It's not about the past, not about the present. And also you worked for this. So don't, don't worry. And I, I know that I have self-sabotaging techniques and I usually do it through a level of dating and dick. Right. Um, and I'm not doing that anymore. It's like, no, you're not, you know what I'm saying? She's like, no, you ain't. <laughs> fingers it's it's crazy how not present i am about certain stuff though it's like you talking all this and then you said hunchback and i'm like let me sit up straight and i've been thinking about the word hunchback since you said that it's like it's an active um participation in your own mind like you have to constantly be telling yourself let it go let it go let's not tell it though self-regulation is crazy that's why we do all our self-destructive habits like eating yeah and it's, and it's like, why am I doing what I'm doing? And it's like, that could be crazy in itself. Always like reflecting on why you're doing what you're doing could make you yeah. like super obsessive. Um, but for me, I've been so intentional about my healing and doing so much in a small amount of time that I've had to be this way. And so, you know, I'm definitely like that type A personality that's like really controlling and like particular and things like that. But also the work that I've done in five years mm-hmm. 
this is like 20 years of work that I've done in five years. And so, yes, I have to be this way because I'm trying to play catch up, you know. Um, but with all that said and done, I hope that y'all enjoy um, that post. So thank you, Miss um, Mamas, for that and for talking and sharing that. Um, love yeah, your page. Um, but please tell everyone where they can find you. Absolutely. Um, all of that. I, yeah. The ebook. E I got, I'll, I'll, I'll run, run it off. You know how to do it. Okay. You know what to do. <laughs> Y'all can tap in with me on um, all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, as well as TikTok at This Is Jessica Rose for all of my video content. If you want to try to help me get to some kind of following on Twitter at This Is Jess Rose, because I, for some reason, can't get that full handle. Yeah. Also, my digital product, What I Wish I Knew Before Followers, that is teaching y'all how to make money on social media and asking for brands for the race that you deserve, is available on www.SheReallyHadABaby.com. So make sure you guys check that out, as well as my own podcast that i shot here at the se content house it is she really had a baby on all major streaming platforms so make sure that you share like subscribe comment send me a dm and i also sell cups that say baby daddy tears so make sure that you get your orders in for that as well um yeah but thank you for having me Absolutely. i appreciate you. thank you for coming out this was an amazing episode i cannot believe you didn't have the waterworks flowing mm. um i hope you do that all the time um Listen, and if you I guys are it. seeing this <laughs> It's because one, you tell what what you said. <laughs> I set you up for an alley oop and you took it. No, I missed it. <laughs> you missed That's oh. why I'm laughing. Oh, I'm like, yeah, you sent me a, you, you got the waterworks out of me. I hope you do I that all like, the time. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah, my yeah, baby yeah. outside. Uh, she got oh, me I'm all sorry. Flustered. Let's be appropriate. All right. Um, so if you're watching this episode one, that means that you're watching it on YouTube, y'all. These visuals are free. If you want to keep them that way then watch them. Otherwise, we could just move them on to Patreon if you ain't fucking with it. But look how good I look. I've been getting dressed up for me, but for y'all. So let's, it's really for her to let these niggas know. Okay. <laughs> so I hope that you guys are enjoying it. I'm having so much fun playing dress up and all this other stuff. But we are in the canvas room today at the Something Extraordinary Content House and we are officially open. We opened on my birthday, April 14th. And so we are accepting bookings. Um, use the link in our bio, read the directions. If you're confused or don't see a booking link or something like that, just DM us. But the prices and the Google forms and stuff are there. Um, we are accepting bookings. This is the canvas room. This is just one side of this room. I think the wood, just look real good next to me you know what i'm saying us. to this skin to us get me together hold my hand here to get up for us <laughs> so thank y'all so much um for the love the support please make sure that you share rate and review tell a friend to tell a friend that costs absolutely nothing so if you support this this is completely free something i'm doing because it's my purpose but it has to be worth it. So please just share, tell a friend, sign up for Patreon. All of the links for our guests, myself, and the content house will be below. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. Thank you for keeping an open mind and joining me in creating a safe place for others to share their truth. Make sure that you're following Not Just Another Sex Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. But also, if you want to keep the conversation going, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Not Just Another Sex Pod, as well as Sexual.Essentials. Don't forget to sign up to my Patreon. The link is in the description of this episode. Not only do you get access to my personal life through my close friends and things like that, but I also have almost 300 classes, workshops, private group chats, hands-on demonstrations, interviews, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want more from me, then that's absolutely where you need to be. If you would like to support this podcast, make sure that you rate and review and make sure that you share this episode with your family and friends. I'll see you next week.